what's up everybody it's tanya you are watching on the town with tanya and i am your host thank you so much for joining me again this week uh, as you know tomorrow we will be celebrating uh dr king's birthday tomorrow um and uh i wanted to just play some footage while well, my dog wants to say happy birthday to him as well uh, i want to just play some footage so that we remember how far we've come and in some cases like the capital insurrection uh, like some of the modern day lynchings that are going on, uh, which is what kind of what George Floyd was, but not just him, but literally lynchings uh, and even prisoners getting to pick uh, to be killed by a firing squad. I mean, some of the things make us think, how backwards are we going? Uh, how women are treated uh, right now, you know, um, Mr. Whatever, 45, talking about grabbing, you know what's, it's like, what, what are you saying? Uh, in 2000, what? Uh, so things like that, um, you know, how, uh, LGBT communities being treated, Asian, Latino, American, African-Americans, and women, all women, including white women. Um, there's so much abuse on the rise that it's like, what are we going backwards as a people? Um, just not, not, and I'm not talking about black people or white people, just as a, as a human race. Like, I feel like sometimes we're just going so backwards. Um, so I often wonder, um, and I think about people like, um, you know, uh, Lisa Steinberg, you know, who was killed at the hands of her adopted father joel steinberg like really like how does that happen because he's a lawyer and he's a white male guess what nobody questioned anything about it so that's how that happened um the homelessness in our country um while i admit that i've traveled around and i've seen it a lot worse other places um so yeah technically speaking on the high-end scale of things even our homeless people have it good because there's always somewhere to go at least in new york i don't know about all the other states uh, yeah, yeah. I, I won't. Go, I'm not going to vouch for other states because I've seen some horrible incidents in other states. So in New York, I can say there's somewhere for you to get a meal. There's a food pantry somewhere. So that's the good side. There's massive, massive. There's no reason why someone should be starving. You're starving because you just either couldn't get to the location because it's far, or you didn't have the resources. But there literally is food. I can think of some place for somebody to go get food at any time, like a church, the pantry. The, um, the Quakers in Brooklyn, they serve a hot meal every Sunday. I don't know about since the pandemic, but thousands, they feed thousands. Um, so there's a poverty. It's, it's, everything's like right down the middle with me. Like, is there more or is there less? You know, so while there's more, like even now after the pandemic, so we've come out of this whole um, pan, well, we haven't come out of the pandemic. We just have another Omicron, Susicron, Comic-Con, um, Comic-Con. I mean, what, what is this name? So where do they get them from? But whatever it is, is still around, very prevalent. And there's a new one coming. Hoo -hoo, how exciting is that? Uh, that's deadlier. Um, so it's not out. But everyone forgot about what about the people who were on un unemployment and can't get it now? What happened to us people? What happened? Nobody cares. Uh, and that's the people that you got to worry about because it's like, wow, okay. But I do find the good side is people are becoming creative and they're finding ways to make money. They're going to YouTube. You can go YouTube how to find jobs remote um, or how to make money right now. There's so many ways. And if it wasn't for this stupid pandemic, back in the day, in the 80s when I used to model, one of the ways we used to make side money if we weren't like getting a contracts or we just starting out, because when you start out, you don't make any money really. It's like show here and there, whatever. Um, but we would do, um, we would play extras in the movies and that would be like 70, it depends, 70 to $100 a day cash. Now they don't do that anymore. And now you have to have the vaccine to be an extra. So that's another story. So those that's cut in half. But the point is, there's still always some form, some 
some way, somehow, you know, the great American way uh, that you will make it. There's always some, some way if you look, uh, you look, but going back and seeing, you know, how far have we really, really come as a nation? I often wonder, um, and I vow for me personally, I vow to do anything I can to call out racism and any issues, um, any, any time that I see that, you see it. I don't care who it is with or when it is, I will call you out on it. And I don't care if you're uncomfortable because I'm not. Uh, maybe it's because I'm over 40, <laughs> over 30. <laughs> okay, whatever it is. Um, our allies, you know, our allies, my allies anyway, they know uh, about our struggle. They understand it uh, with no remorse, no guilt and no whitewashing and no, no uh, what's it called? No, we're not calling it Tom. We're calling it, uh, what is it? Uh, Samba. I said Samba. Where did I get that from? Oh, senior moment. Oh, I just told my age, really? Um, no, um, what do you call it? Um, not Uncle Tom. It's the other one. You know what I'm talking about. Uh, none of that. We're not doing none of that. Uh, I called you out for who you are. I don't care who it is, what it is. You can be black or white or Chinese. I don't care what you are. If I see you're doing something, I'm calling you out on it. And I don't care what you think about me. Um, and um, I don't care if you try to throw it back on me and say, she's racist because she's talking about it so much. No, I'm talking about it so much because a, I need you not to forget. B, I'm still waiting for reparations, and until we get them, you'll hear me. You'll hear me still talking about whatever it is for Black people, um, because it, there's just some things you just don't do. And one is you ain't going to ignore me and give everybody else reparations and not give us reparations. How how that work? Like I'm happy that my Asian brother and sister got the reparations, and this is great. So no shade at all. But Black people have been waiting for reparation for what five thousand years? I'm just saying. I'm just saying, and no one's even mentioned it. It's not even like, okay, we're going to give you this 50 million right now, but black people, hold on, we'll figure out something. Maybe we'll do, I mean, Biden can't even give us college for free for two years. He he hasn't even managed that. Or let's play back, uh, you know, you can prove your ancestry to a slave. Uh, we'll give you, um, and that wouldn't be that many people, by the way, because remember, we only make up 14%. <laughs> right. Uh, so, you know, he can't even give us, when he was doing all this stuff about, yeah, I'm going to have his loan forgiveness. Why the hell are you giving phone loan forgiveness for everybody else when you should have been giving it to us? Because we're still waiting for our reparations. And that would have been a nice one to say, oh, we'll forgive two years of loan. I'm making that up, whatever the number is. Okay, just something. Show me you're working with me and not against me. And I'll be happy. Okay, you won't hear me from me anymore. But we're still not on an even playing field. And that is the problem. That's why you hear black people still talking about Mr. Massa, because we still, some of us are still uh, um, saying, well, I'm waiting. Because remember, our ancestors, just like some people's ancestors uh, caused slavery, some of our ancestors were in slavery and died. Hmm. This tea is so good. I'm telling you, if you're on good tea, open up that chest, get some ginger and some, um, some uh, not thyme, what's it called? Is it thyme? Thyme, yeah, and some honey, manuka honey. Woo. Anyway, uh, yeah, some of our ancestors, um, you know, they're still turning up in the grave saying, child, they ain't got me nothing yet. I'm like, I know I'm trying, but it ain't working because they calling us complainers. We're not complaining. Uh, we're trying to get what's right. And, and most importantly, there are some people still doing dumb stuff and you know who you are, okay? Dumb stuff. And you like the ones out here down in the South trying to get Trump back in. Stop. Just stop. Because I don't want Biden either, but I don't want Trump either. So like, you got to give me somebody else. I need someone else for 500, Bob. And I don't care if he's a Democrat or Republican, but you ain't going to feed me a bunch of racism that I'm not taking. So I don't know because I got, I don't like Biden either. 
So that's a problem for me, a big problem. Um, but Trump, come on, come on. He blatantly tells me what he thinks about me, in my opinion. Now, I could be wrong. What I would like to do, and I'd like to challenge Trump on this, I would love to interview Trump one day. If you are if you're ever listening, if you know anyone who knows him, please tell him that Tanya would like to interview him. And then I can tell you after that interview what I really think about him. I'll know because I'll know by a lot of things, body language, tonation, all that stuff, what's really going on. Is this like all a snail big deal going on or is this real? Like this, this guy is really, you know, I don't know. Anyway, I take people, you know, when they show me who they are, I believe them. When he said that he held black people more than any other president, I was like, the fact that you got to say it tells me a lot. <laughs> it's like, oh, I have a lot of white friends. <sighs> really? Anyway, uh, so that's where my problem is with him. I didn't like, my biggest problem with him is, and I'll be truthful with you, is when he said what he said about Muslims, what he said about blacks being criminals and Mexicans, I was done with him. That, that was enough for me. I don't need to see anymore who he is. And so for all y'all out there that love him, think he's great for America, you think he's fabulous because it's going to help your tax dollars and it's going to help you with your more privilege, then that's cool. That's cool. I'm not going to hate on that because that's something that's real. You got to protect your money, right? So I'm not going to hate. I'm not going to hate. No hating, but don't, but don't expect me to like him. And don't try to convince me why I should like him because I don't like him. Uh, actually, not. I don't like him. I don't like what he says out of his mouth. How about that? Because I never met him, so I can't say I don't like him. Because I don't. I don't know. He might be fabulous. I, I sometimes I have a good time with him, good interview time with him, just to see. I like picking people's brains, so that's just me. But anyway, I vow to do whatever I can, uh, uh, whenever I can, to call out racism uh, anytime I see it. Um, you know, and like I said before. Um, you know, we're back at a time where voting rights, again, we're talking about voting rights. I cannot believe this. When you hear this speech, uh, and I don't know, hopefully I can play this. I hope I'm playing it right. Um, but when you see that people died, you know, my foster mother was was good friends with Dr. King. Uh, she marched in the civil rights movement. You don't hear about people like her, of course, because women were back in the back in the back back in the day, whatever. Um, but, you know, she lost part of her eye because a Molotov cocktail was thrown through the bus. Uh, so, you know, my, my foster mother is one of those people who were literally putting their life on the line, um, on the front lines of the civil rights movement. And you don't hear much about them. I'd like to hear more about the women who were part of that process because there were a lot and you don't hear nothing about them. Uh, so that's very interesting. I mean, you know, a little bit like Aretha Franklin did a couple things and Maya Angelou. So you hear a little here and there, but you don't hear like you really, you know, a lot of these women did a lot and we don't really hear about it. So I'd like to hear more about that. But I'd like to also... Um, you know, think about all the people that lost their lives. Um, and then for these people now trying to get Marjorie Taylor Greenspan, whatever her name is, back on somebody's ballot or somewhere, I'm like, why? Why are we going backwards, people? Why? It's one thing if if we got people who are Republican and Democrats that want to protect their money and their assets. I get that part. I totally get that part. But when people start throwing race into it, and saying those people, them people, they, we got problems. We got problems. And I can't, I cannot co-sign as a Christian on any of that time to talk from now on. So you hear me talk. Yes, you hear me talk about black rights because I have to. Unfortunately, thanks to old Mr. Slave Master, I has got to keep that in people's mind. So I don't want to talk about it. It's exhausting. Okay. It's exhausting, but I have to do it because somebody got to do it. Uh, so, and my mama lost some of her eyes and sat on that bus so, so that I could have this right to talk. So I'm, I'm going to make sure 
that whatever I do is to honor those who uh, who died. Um, and some of these people call themselves Christians should be ashamed of themselves. Um, and they don't think that some people on a voter line should get a bottle of water. What? Oh my gosh, what? People are still choosing. Here's the thing. People are still choosing racism over Americanism, uh, over Christianism. How about that? Okay. Uh, they're not realizing that one day God's going to show you that it is about the we, not about me, not about them, not about they, but we, the people, we, the people, you remember that? Um, so as we watch these clips, I want you guys to think about what have you done to be the change that you want to see in this world? Um, you know, have you raised your kids to be good people of character, uh, inclusive of all people? And, uh, and if you answer, I don't want my kids to feel bad or guilty about being white, wrong answer. Uh, if you have guilt, uh, perhaps you have been gaslighting, lying, cheating, stealing uh, to remain at the top. I'm just saying. So those are, no, I don't understand because I have, we have all kinds of people in our family, white, Chinese, black, you name it. We'd have got the whole gambit and nobody feels guilty. We could sit, talk about slave masters. We could talk about slaves. We could talk about anything, black, white, Chinese, whatever. And nobody feels like, oh my God, I can't believe that happened to you. No, we don't feel like that because we didn't do anything and we know we didn't. And we're all about changing and creating change. So we don't feel guilty. You only feel guilty when you know you're still contributing to that behavior. You see what I'm saying? So if I'm a boss and I own a CEO of a company and I didn't hire Mary because she's black and I didn't tell her that, but that's why I didn't hire, then I'm going to always feel guilty. And I'm going to teach my kids to feel guilty too, because that's why I'm guilty. All right. So if you're doing the right thing, there should be no feeling of guilt because you, when you're doing the right thing and I call it uh, this, is how I decipher the right thing. If you don't believe in God, say the universe. That's fine. I understand people have been molested by priests. So say the universe if you don't believe in God. But if you don't believe in God, if you believe in God, then it's simple. Do what God would do. Like, that's it for everything, for anything in your life. Do what God would do. And then life would be so much better for everybody. Like, dude, I'm trying to enjoy this world. We're here. Um, for such a short time, only like a hundred years, if you're lucky. Um, and so that's not long. This, this experience is like very brief and I'm trying to enjoy it as much as I can enjoy as many people as I can, uh, and not be all crammed up with people all crazy. You know what I'm saying? So perhaps, uh, perhaps you have purposely made sure your kids are never exposed to other cultures. That's when you get guilty. Uh, Cause you don't want them mingling. Uh huh. I had a lady tell me, "Well, I've never been outside of Palm Ridge." I said, "Ooh, you poor thing. <laughs> wait till you get to the real. Wait till we get a load of her." Those are the kind of people we run into that do crazy Karen stuff. You're like, Karen, no, Karen, we can't be doing that. Or here's the best part: when you get in a company meeting, and like, and this is when you can tell somebody never been around black folk or other folk, right? You get in a meeting, and the, so the let's say, or even a college class, right? And the, says, okay, um, you guys decide what the project is going to be. Here comes Susie, Karen, talking about, well, the project's going to be this and that and that. No, girl, ain't nobody asked you, just you. We ask everybody. So that's the kind of stuff that you get from people who've never been around other people. They think automatically it's about them and they're, and they're going to be the boss. Like, oh, no, that's not how it works. Uh, so anyway, you know, it's uh, it's okay if you, to be to like your privilege. I I do not blame you. It's like it's okay, okay. It's not okay to deny others. Okay, that boot that Dr. King, you'll hear him talk about uh, in one of his speech, pulling yourself up by the bootstraps. You know that saying? Yeah. Well, if they have a boot, right? Does your company hire your kind only? Uh, the only time that may be okay 
is if like um, you had a soul food or Chinese restaurant, then I would be like, okay, I want a Chinese chef. Thank you. Or I want a black cook. I want somebody from South, please, preferably down Georgia, Carolinas. That's the kind of cook I want for my Southern food. But so that makes sense. But I don't want someone from Peru cooking my food uh, from China. I just don't. That's just me. Uh, unless they were raised in that country. Then I'd be like, all right, go ahead, girl. Get your, get your, get your, get on. No problem. You know? So anyway, um, we all, we are all allies. Um, we are, we all have allies. Uh, and, um, and that's nice when we have allies, you know, I know we do, uh, we have kids that respect each other and no one thinks they're above anybody else. Right. They have no guilt because they do what's right. You know, regardless of color, ask any blended family out there. Uh, like our family, we work together with our actions and behaviors and the content of our character. Okay. Um, so nobody in the family gets mad and say, oh, you did this. Oh, you white girl. Oh, you black girl. We don't care about that. Who, who cares? Like, no, it's like Tanya was stupid. Oh, I was stupid. So were you. That's it. Period. No, nothing about race. So try to think about those things as we look at these videos um, and see what, you know, how, what role are we playing in? Um, so let me see if I can find the first one. But first, I want to show you some things of one. I'm going to show you one TikTok of how we have not changed. Um, and then we'll go to into the speech. OK, if I can find this, hopefully I can get this right. All right. Give me a second here. I'm going to share my screen. Wait, did I got this right? Share my screen, guys. And let's see. Actually. Yeah, I'll play Dr. King last. How about that? So I'm going to share the screen and I'm going to go here. Um, let's see. Uh, let me see one second. So these are some things where we, it looks like we haven't changed as much. Um, sad to say. Um, let's see. In the month since January 6th, Lawmakers and other officials have sought to understand how rioters were able to penetrate police lines and lay siege to the U.S. Capitol. Okay, that's one example. Let's see, here's another. This is Joe Moreau, a 23-year-old man that was arrested. Oh, wait a minute. Let me go back, share the screen. Share the screen, sorry. Okay, I'm going to get it right. Where is it at? Um, uh, I just lost it. Today, U.S. Bank in Minnesota for banking while black. Yeah, yeah. Joe, Joe went, went to U.S. US Bank, Bank where he, he has an account, account to cash his $900 check from his grocery store job. job. And immediately, with no evidence, the branch manager accused Joe of trying to cash a fake check. The manager, she, he came over and said, Joe Morrow, your check fake. And I said, what? He said, you people are always coming in here with fake checks. Who do you think he meant? Black people. Because Joe was black. But the story gets worse because the branch manager didn't call the number on the check to see if it was fake before he called the police. And when Joe tried to explain to the officer that he was being racially profiled when they arrived, he was met with this. Don't say anything stupid. Like, like I'm, I'm innocent. innocent, got it. But it didn't matter because Joe still got arrested. Why? Because he stood up angrily. And if you're a black man and stand up too fast, guess what? That'll get you put in handcuffs. Now, eventually, the branch manager got around to calling to find out if the check was actually fraudulent and find out that it wasn't. 
This is Joe Moreau, a 23-year-old man that was arrested at U.S. Bank in Minnesota for banking while black. Yeah, Joe went to U.S. Bank where he has an account to cash his $900 check from his grocery store job. And immediately, with no evidence, the branch manager accused Joe trying to cash a fake check. The manager, she, he came over and said, Joe Morrow, your check fake. And I said, what? He said, you people are always coming in here with fake checks. Who do you think he meant? Black people. Because Joe is black. But the story gets worse because the branch manager didn't call the number on the check to see if it was fake before he called the police. And when Joe tried to explain to the officer that he was being racially profiled when they arrived, he was met with this. Don't say anything stupid. Like I'm innocent. Got it. But it didn't matter because Joe still got arrested. Why? Because he stood up angrily. And if you're a black man and stand up too fast, guess what? That'll get you put in handcuffs. Now, eventually, the branch manager got around to calling to find out if the check was actually fraudulent and find out that it wasn't. This is Joe Moreau, a 23-year-old man that was arrested at U.S. Bank in Minnesota for banking while black. Yeah, Joe went to U.S. Bank where he has an account to cash his $900 check from his grocery store, U.S. Bank in Minnesota, for banking while black. Yeah, Joe went to U.S. Bank where he has an account to cash his $900 check from his... Okay, so... uh. <laughs> I'm back. And of course that was a technical screw up, but you get, that's one example of like, oh, darn it. Just when we think we got it good, something as simple as a check, like really $900 is not even a lot of money. Hi guys out there. I see you. Oh, I see you. Yes. Um, oh, wow. Chris. Yeah, I know. We'll get to that. Haha. <laughs> um, yeah, it's crazy. But yeah, that's an example of what I mean when I say, dang, just when you, you want to go forward, Something stupid like that will pick you back and say, wow. But, you know, I mean, here's the thing. Good things uh, do happen. Uh, so, like, um, I'll give you an example of the good things. One of the good things that's happened is, like, so we found out there are some black billionaires now, right? Um, so, like, Jay-Z, Rihanna, Oprah, Tyler, right? Um, but then you got, there are only 1% of them. <laughs> And if you see how many there are, you're like, dang, that's all there is. And we can name all of them. That's not good. Uh, and why? There's a lot of reasons why. But um, I don't know. Why can we count how many black owners own food stores? I mean, I don't know. You might say it's because they did not try to own any. But I say, no, 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 no. It's because the bank wanted to charge an outrageous interest, which is why even credit cards, home buying or buying a car is still unfair and student loans are still unfair i've seen things that i'm like hmm wait a minute um i've seen people file bankruptcy some of my uh, caucasian friends and they get approved and lower interest rates still more than me and my credit score is better i don't know if i was a lawyer i'd be doing that class action suit but nobody cares uh so those are the little things um you know why is our interest rate even more even if you have good credit, you know, why is areas of Compton not worth much over Beverly Hills, right? And only certain people can live in Beverly Hills. And some people say, well, no, that's not true. Everybody could, well, Little Wayne could live there. Well, Little Wayne's an exception. I mean, you know, yeah, yeah. You, don't let me go into That's a whole nother topic. But okay, so it's, it's obtainable, but it's just, it's difficult is the word. I don't know. Anyway, um, there are some good things going on. Um, 
And and that's uh, that's important important for us to know. So I have my clips here, and I hope I can get them in the right order. There's not long for. Okay, so nope, that's not the one. Um, I did this one. Throw that one away. Um, okay, so I'm trying to find a clip for you if I can find it. I have dream DC police. I don't really want to recover that. I was gonna, but I'm not gonna kill you with this uh replay of of um the insurrection because it was just crazy and i don't like it gives me uh and <laughs> creepies like thinking about that when i look at the pictures of the people going through the white house and sitting up in the cabinet and putting their feet up and it's like it's like such a privileged thing it's not even it's not even like they were really thinking about saving america because if they were they would have enlisted every black and latino and other uh, race that's American together and said, Hey guys, we got to all do this together because then it's down. You're telling me about we, the people, but when you have just certain types of people going to storm, it's like, Hmm, I'm not sure if they were really storming because you just don't want to lose your privilege and you were willing to die for it. But we already know some people are willing to die for it. Look at all the shooters. I mean, really, come on, come on. I'm just saying that wasn't half a joke, but I'm just saying, uh, it's crazy. Uh, but that thing still scares me. So that's why I'm not going to show it. I was going to, but I said, mm, I don't think I need that trauma again in my life. Thank you very much. Uh, so um, but there is some good news. Um, let me see if I can pull this picture of this girl up. Let me see. I don't know. Let's see. I'm I'm learning to be a little bit uh, more technical. Uh, let's see. There's one girl who is a lawyer too. There's actually two of the youngest lawyers. Let me see if I'm saying blah, 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 blah. Here's one. Here's one young lady. Let's see if I can share this. Oh, I did it right. Hey, there she is. Okay, so this young lady, uh, Shemina Robinson. Uh, yeah, she is the founder and CEO. Um, she's a lawyer. She's the youngest black lawyer to uh, have a law firm in uh, South Side of Chicago. Okay, at just 31 years old, that she has now two offices um, in the city for her real, est uh, real estate and trademark law firm that helps transform black communities. So, whoo, kudos to the sister right there. Okay. That's big, big, big. And I have another young lady who I didn't put a picture up. Um, she's only 25. And I'm going to say her name is very hard. She's in Africa. Um, her name is Sininhanlanhala Pascara Metube. I can't say her name. Sorry. I messed her name all up. And if I spell it, you'll really be like, what? What is that? Um, but she is a founder and director of her own a law firm based in Durban, South Africa. Her firm is called Pascara and Partners, Pascara and Partners Incorporated. And it focuses on family law and personal injury and more. So can you believe it's girl 25? Okay. So those are, those are the things that we focus on, that we focus on the good things that are happening. Um, you know, although she knows that she is much uh, younger than most of the lawyers who aren't with age, she didn't allow her age to stop her from making history. Um, you know what I'm saying? She, she said, I'm going to do it. She finished law school. She went to start working. Um, she said that she always had a dream of having her own business. And she decided to take a bold step and quit and be her own boss. I would, If I had a law degree, I'd, too, I'd do the same thing too. She said she took a challenge upon herself. Um, she told herself that no matter what people say, I'm going to do this. Um, that's what she told one of the radio stations she was on, uh, Power FM. 
um, she said it was, it was hard at some point um, when I started my degree um, to where I'm now, but but there's no regrets. I mean, how could there be? You have a law degree, girl, JD degree. I'll tell you something about a law degree. I know a lot of, all my friends that got law degrees, even if they don't practice law, they always get more money. And when I work in human resources, you come in with that JD degree, it's on and pop it. That's what you want, how much you want, what kind of benefits. Oh yeah, we got you. That's how that goes. Cause you have a little extra, extra. So anyway, um, that girl, uh, she recently launched her own new law firm on Twitter and she introduced herself as the founder and director. She wrote, I inspire, I am to inspire. If I did it, uh, so can you. That's what she said. Um, she said, uh, with her young age and intimidating nature of the industry that she chose, because you know, lawyers are usually older. She admits that it was challenging to market herself. Um, however, she is positive and uh, word of mouth marketing from her clients truly is what benefited her. Um, what's hard, she says, in the field, excuse me, I got something in my eye. Oh, something's in my eyes. Do you ever get that itch in your eye? You're like, ah, what's hard in the field, she said, is marketing yourself. Um, there's a thin line, I guess, in law between marketing and tooting, it's called. Tooting is like when you're asking uh, or begging for clients, pretty much. And I guess that's that's the fine difference. You don't want to do that. You don't want to do that. It makes it hard uh, to market yourself because you don't want to cross that thin line that legal counsel put for them, right? So anyway, to learn more about her law firm, uh, it's uh, Sin. Let me see if I can put it in the chat here. It's called uh, Sin. Uh, Sin E N H L A N H L A apostrophe S uh, Law Firm um, at it's uh, Pascara and Part. Partners.co.za. Okay, that's a new one. I never knew that one. And you can also follow her on Twitter. My eyes itching me, you guys. Uh, I had something I think with soy in it. I think that's why I'm itching. I'm learning soy. Long story. Um, but it's killing my eye. Um, anyway, you can find her on Twitter. Twitter at sign s i n e m t h e m b u. That makes it easier because me saying it isn't. It's just gonna jack it up. But anyway, um. Uh, attorney Shiman Sh Shiman Robinson. That's the young lady you saw before. She's the founder and CEO of True Lawyer. Uh, she is also the youngest black lawyer to have a firm in South Side of Chicago, which is pretty cool because they need it over there. Um, that's the kind of things Dr. King was talking about. You know, be the change that you want to see. Um, and um, that's uh, well, everybody you know, has a dream. Not everyone has a boot or assistance to follow through. And both of these young ladies talk about having a good community and good people, um, excuse me, that help them uh, get through. So um, that's uh, that's what it's all about. Um, excuse me, give me a second. My eye is killing me and I don't have any tissue, of course. Oh, here it is. Okay, sorry guys, my eye is killing me. I had something with soy in it. I'm not supposed to eat soy, so that's probably why it's itching, but that's another story. Um, so anyway, that's um, two good things. A few good things have happened. Things have changed. So as we watch the video in the end, I want us to think about those things. What are we doing to create change? What are we personally doing? Are we being responsible? Are we loving all our friends, black, white, Chinese, Asian, LGBT, blah, 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 and not putting labels on people? You know what I'm saying? Um, while some people... You know, they want to be called they, the, them. I don't like being called they. Don't call me no they and don't say them because I'll be thinking you're racist. But for other communities, they like it. So you do it for them, but not for me. Um, and that's why, because of because of what connotations for me. So it's kind of weird, but it's, it is what it is. Um, but are we being more tolerant of others? 
Are we trying to be kind? Are we trying to, you know, when you walk past somebody, what does it hurt to smile or look away? If you look at me, how about that? It's simple. It's so simple. Do what God would do. That's what I tell everybody. Just do what God would do. And then I'll do what God would do. And then we'll all be happy. That's how I see it. So anyway, I want to play for you um, this song and I'll get to you guys in the chat um, soon. So leave a comment if there's a hi, Grandma Norma. How are you? Um, and Chris, I see y'all out there. I see y'all out there in the land. Um, leave a comment in the chat if you think things have changed or not and why. Um, and if you really want to come on, let me know your email. And uh, I guess, how would you do me? I don't know. Uh, huh. Oh, I pop on the laptop when you get home. Okay. All right. Good. Good, Kev. I would love for you to pop on. Um, I can um, send you a link. I think if you put it, I don't know if you want to put it in the chat right there. Um, then I could put you on, but if not, don't worry. Just, um, just, uh, put down on the paper on the thing and I'll read it out. Uh, I'll put your comment up on the, uh, thing. Okay. Give me a second. So let's go to some music so we can lighten it up a little bit. Let's lighten up this heavy love. What do y'all think about that? All right. Give me a second. Uh, let's go to what we're going to do is to is go to a, um, a video. I love young people because they're so talented. So I found some people on TikTok. I call it my TikTok um, new unsigned acts, I call it. And uh, so I want to go and check them out because there's a lot of them and I think they're brilliant. So let's see what we can find here. Let's see. Here's one young ladies too, a young lady and a young man. Let's check them out. This is their own original music, which is why I really like them. Okay. Here's one guy. Oh, wait, wait, I got to go back. Wait, I gotta go back. I can't do this. Oh, sorry. Is that better? Sorry. Hi, I'm Justice. This is a song I wrote called Okay. I wrote it when I wasn't okay. And that's okay. Okay, I'm gonna sing it. Not always lonely, but always alone. And right now, I wish you'd pick up. They tell me I'm too much, but what do they know? This house don't feel like home, it's time to let go. You know I'm drowning all alone. Everyone's watching. I can't do this on my own Suffocating me Hi, I'm Justice. This is a song I wrote called OK. Okay, so here's another one that I love, young lady. I love this song. Ready? Okay, here we go. I'm going to be okay. I am woman. Okay. Oh, that was uh, 
That was If You Got It Going On by Emmy Melly. Check her out on Instagram. And the other one was Unsigned Act, uh, new unsigned artist, Justin Caradine. He was awesome. Okay, so those are two new talented acts. I just love uh, young people that are talented. We have to support them. Uh, and, you know, if you have new music and you have a video you want me to play and it's good, um, send it to me. I might check it out and play it for you. So in the meantime, um, let me see what I got. I have other something else here. I'm going to play one of our own artists. Ready? Ha ha. Baby, I'm drunk, only Know the cup won't love you like I do Baby, I'm known that we We can't live in the past But the past is all I see And why you gotta make me wait? Why you give my love away every day? And she could probably take my place She could probably take my Yeah, I was running to God, but yeah Even praying to God, but yeah but even I'm God alone Cause I'm choosing you instead Yeah Hey, that was Tatiana uh, So thank you guys for being back I'm going to see what you guys have in the comments here Let's see who's in here uh, Let's see Gina, what's up Gina? How are you? Chris, Christian, yes, you bamboozled. That's kind of how I feel. And I know people are tired of hearing, but I'm like, I'm sorry. You got to, you can't be giving everybody else something and not give us something too. Like I, giving them everybody, they deserve it. Not a problem, but you got to give us two. Or Because if you don't, I feel like Biden just totally ignored us. It's like, eh, who cares about those people? Who cares about what happened? Mm, whatever. So I kind of feel like ripped off. Yeah, bamboozled. Anthony, what's up? Yes, what's going on? I know. Um and uh, Chris, I love you, Tiny. Keep up uh, the great work. What did you say? Totally agree. Reparations for Black Americans are 400 years overdue. Yes, they are. I should have had you on here, Chris. One day you're going to be my guest uh, next to it. I miss you and Helena. Um, uh, he hung up on it. Oh, really? He hung up on uh, NPR. Junior said, okay. And Norma says, hi. Hey, Norma. Kevin, what's up, Kevin? Are you back home yet? Hey, Sizzle. Haven't said problem. I'll pop on the laptop when you home. I miss you, Kevin. I hope Florida's treating you well. They better be treat you well down there. Uh, be in support of everyone while I'm putting on my oxygen mask first, creating a bound life financially so I can once again. Yes, that should make sense. That makes sense, Gina. We have to balance ourselves first, right? I have to constantly go into meditation. People think I'm crazy, but I'm like, no, I'm not crazy. I'm trying not to go crazy. That's why I keep going to meditation, people. That makes sense, doesn't it? So let's take a look. Um, I had uh, a documentary for you, but in the meantime, I think I'll be able to do this. Hopefully I'll be able to do both. Um, I'm going to play a speech of Dr. King's, a piece of it. Uh, hope I don't get any copyright infringement problems, uh, but I'm going to play it anyway. If I do, then it just, eh, whatever, whatever happens, happens, eh, whatever. All right. So just check this out for a minute. Just be true to what you said on paper. lived in China or even Russia or any totalitarian country. Maybe I could understand some of these illegal injunctions. Maybe I could understand the denial of certain basic First Amendment privileges because they haven't committed themselves to that over there. But somewhere I read of the freedom of assembly. Somewhere I read 
of the freedom of speech, somewhere I read, of the freedom of press, somewhere I read, that the greatness of America is the right to protest far right. No. Okay. Yeah. Wow. I mean, that's how many years ago? And we're we're somewhere back there, people. I cannot believe it. That that that's it. Um, and here's one of the speeches that he made a while ago. Um, that that um, let me see if I can remove this part. Give me a second. Um, here's one of the speeches that he made uh, a while ago that I was like, oh, I forgot about that. And I was like, that's one. This speech is the one I think of why he really, honestly, got assassinated. And um, this is not long before. So it's a TikTok, but I just wanted a little bit. I didn't want to have you having too much. So that's why it's on this way. So forgive me, but it is what it is. Ready? At the very same time that America refused to give the Negro any land, through an act of Congress, our government was giving away millions of acres of land in the West and the Midwest, which meant that it was willing to undergird its white peasants from Europe with an economic floor. But not only did they give the land, they built land-grant colleges with government money to teach them how to farm. Not only that, they provided county agents to further their expertise in farming. Not only that, they provided low interest rates in order that they could mechanize their farm. Not only that, but they, many of these people are receiving millions of dollars in federal subsidies not to farm, and they are the very people telling the black man that he ought to lift himself by his own mm. At the very same time that America refused to give the Negro any land. Right, so there we go. That's back. Um, that's what I'm talking about. Um, and he was talking about that in the 60s. Like, what is going on? Um, how long ago was that? That was before I was born, I think. He was talking about that. And we're back at the same thing again. Give everybody else, everybody else. Do everything for everybody else. I mean, you even got, I've seen low-income housing being built in Westchester County. And the only people getting in it is the town of people's grandparents, that's who's getting in those, not people who are dirt poor and needed. So that's like the kind of thing, it's it's just always contradictive. I don't know. And it's always, um, what's the word, self-defeating? Is that the word I'm looking for? It just never makes sense. So I don't know. People say, why do we complain? You know why we complain. Look around. You, it's obvious. Uh, and so while we are blessed in 90% of the ways, the the 10% makes up for all the other part. That's cra I know, Anthony, crazy, right? Yeah. Uh, oh, that's nothing. I mean, that's why I believe he was assassinated. It wasn't because of uh, the regular speech. We uh, free, you know, it wasn't the speech you're about to hear. It wasn't that. That's not why he was really very contradictory. Gina. Yes. He was really assassinated because of that. That was his change. And that's why people try to pretend like him and Malcolm X were not friends. They were very good friends. And, and, and more importantly, he did uh, understand why Malcolm X had the thinking that he think, because like all the stuff you do, you try to, you know, um, how do you say, you try to do the right thing and be nice and kind. Hi, yes. Hi. People can still slap you in the face and still trample all over you. At some point, you have to get up and start slapping them back and saying, no, I'm not taking that. Uh, and that's unfortunate, but that's how it is. And he started thinking before he died that, wow, maybe we're maybe we're not going to get anywhere by just being nice. I don't know. 
Peace is always the first answer, but sometimes it ain't the only answer. Because if if someone keeps slapping me in my face, but you better believe I'm slapping them back. I'm not going to be sitting around talking about, oh yeah, oh go ahead, hit me on the other cheek, go ahead, hit me. nah, we're not doing that. He was, I'm teaching, uh, I, I yeah, he was teaching our people what's good. Yes, well that's and that's another thing. That's the significance of Dr. King and Malcolm X um, to the black community. Marcus Garvey, people, you know, I don't care what anybody says. Um, those people are, there's those, that word, those people, those two men, um, for me as a kid, without anybody saying anything about civil rights, because I didn't know what that was. I know what black people was. I know what white people was. I, I was just a people. I know what kind of people I was. I was actually, I thought I was an alien because I was a foster kid, but that's another story. Um, but those men, me seeing them on TV and saying things like, you know, my Afro was okay, or, you know, my dark skin was beautiful or whatever it is made me think, wow, okay. Because before that, remember, everything said that you were not okay. You were not good. You were not pretty. You were not this or that. Everything before that said, before Jim Crow said that. So we had to go counteract it. That's why we had civil rights movement. I mean, people ask, oh, I don't want to teach um, critical race theory because it's going to teach my kids to hate themselves. No, it's going to teach them the truth that your ancestors lied about. And maybe not, actually, and maybe not even some of them lied intentionally. That's what they were passed down. So I was, I'm giving whatever I was passed down, right? So I'll teach my kids that, right? But if it's wrong, oop, we got a lot of backpedaling to do. And it should be okay to backpedal. I mean, if I, if I do have some, actually, I do have some great uh, grand people who were slave masters, unfortunately, that are family members. Uh, so that makes it, puts a different connotation for me. Like, mm, don't know if I want to claim them, but I got to claim them, right? Uh, but so me and the cousin who comes from that lineage and said, yeah, we think we owned you. And I was like, yeah, girl, I think so. Uh, give us the reparations. No, I'm joking. <laughs> I didn't say that. But, uh, but, but, you know, we both came to the conclusion that, well, we're not like whoever that was. So we're not going to let that um, stop us from saying we're family and doing what we need to do. You know, my cousin was able to step up to the plate. And, and she's a lineage cousin, but she knew what we did the search and their history and find out we're related to that guy, Rofe, or whatever his name is, that Pocahontas married and had the son with. So we're related to Pocahontas' son. I'm just saying, and people like, Bush, but I'm just saying. So so some of the people we don't want to really claim, but we have to claim them. Um, and I don't mind claiming them if they don't mind being truthful and honest. That's my thing. I don't mind anything honest. If, if, tell me if it hurts. Just tell me. You know. Yeah, I'm. I'm. My great great grandfather was so and so, and was Christopher Columbus. And what I found out there was a Columbus. Oh God, no, no. I'm doing a whole comedy show about that. Um, but there was actually a Columbus, and it's like a fourth grandfather. But we won't go there. I'm not gonna. Not gonna go there. I'm not going there. Uh, and there was Sicilian. That's another thing. We'll go in another time with the comedy because it has to be something funny. That's the only way I'll be able to handle all that. Okay. Ooh. Um, but uh, but yeah, it's okay if you're honest and you tell the truth. I have no problem with it. I can sit down and talk to someone if they tell me their truth. If if you're not telling me the truth, I don't want to hear from you because there's no nothing to say, right? So it's all good. Um, I have a clip I want to play for you, but now I gotta pull it up before I um put. I'm trying to think maybe I will put Dr. King's speech first. Um, hmm, I'm not using all of it. I'm only using snippets of it, okay? So I will not torture you. Let me see. Oh, 
hello. You're Justin Bieber. Nice to meet you. <laughs> what a pleasure. Mm-hmm. My granddaughter Haley has told me all about you. Mm-hmm. Uh, Justin. Uh, oh, would I like some soda pop? Um, no, I wouldn't. But you can get my my granddaughter here, Haley, some soda pop if you like. <laughs> I like champagne, please. <laughs> yes, that, that's what I drink. Champagne. Yes. Um, oh, how was the concert? Oh, it was quite interesting, Justin. Very, very interesting. <laughs> no Cole Porter, no Bach, but you know, <laughs> you young people. <laughs> yes, you're so modern. <laughs> you see, I like everything in the 1940s, Justin. That's just me. Now, one little suggestion for me to you is I would dress up if I were you. Yes, I would dress up, dear, because of those jeans and that little jean jacket. Uh, that's not really, that's not really fancy to go at your concert. So that's the only advice I'd have for you, Justin. But um, uh, Haley, is the car here yet? Um, yes, I have a, a car waiting for me, Justin. I must really go now. But it's been a pleasure, a pleasure meeting you. And uh, oh, let me shake your hand. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Justin, you're fabulous. You take care of yourself now and dress up a little bit, just a little bit. Bye. I don't know how to tell you this, but apparently, you have a VD. No thanks. You're a nosy little chap, aren't you? How did you know I had Vanessa Duvaroo? This Vanessa, where did you meet her, Bond? I thought all your women were tall, blonde, beautiful, and clean. Who was you at the last? Maybe it was. She gave you a nasty day. Well, last week in Monaco, I dined with uh, Samantha and Tanya, Vanessa, Sophia, oh, Sophia, and Daphne. Yes, indeed, Daphne. And then there was Bond. You have got to slow it down a bit before your packer falls off. You have a VD. Giving you some pills and a shot in the bum. Hold on, hold on. Did you, did you say VD? Disease? Dr. X, now you're making me uncomfortable. Uncomfortable, Chad. Thank you very much. You were watching Sketch City and we're back. I'm your host, Tanya Cooper. You're watching On The Town. Um, so uh, uh, I want to just remind you guys that, you know, we're just, uh, I'm celebrating Dr. King's birthday. And I have a clip from you for Janet Jackson. I want to show um, the trailer for Janet Jackson's new documentary. I can't wait. I'm here for it. Okay. But uh, in the meantime, I want to tell you guys, um, anyone who is someone, okay, who's made it, has had some kind of help along the way. Okay. Um, uh or they've walked on a lot of people, one of the two. Hey, Joe, what's up? How are you? Um, so, yeah, so remember that. Uh, let's all try to honor those who have gone, uh, gave their lives like Dr. King to be kinder by ending racism one person at a time, okay? One hug at a time, one smile at a time, 
and we can't let nobody, nobody, my friend Justin, I was just talking about this. Um, I hope to have him one day as one of my po political uh, news correspondents, I'll call him on the show. Um, but you can't let nobody divide us. Um, we have, we can agree to disagree. We could talk about whatever is going on and still be friends because after lockdowns and Covina, uh, nothing in this life matters, but kindness and the love that you give period. Okay. The imprint that you leave on this earth is all that matters. Let's all be the change that we want to see. Um, that includes myself. I'm doing everything I can to try to live like that because, you know, RIP to my cousin, um, this show is dedicated to my cousin, Danny Hogan, um, who was one of my birth cousins. Um, and, uh, you know, after my mom died, I got to see my family again. I don't know if you guys know this, but my cousin, Danny really stepped up. He was like a father figure. But one thing I noticed about him, he was a giver. Um, he was always, I mean, I cannot, I've never heard him say a bad word about anybody. I've never heard him talk about racism. I never heard him talk about anything like nothing. He just, if it, you know, if you even try to bring it to him, he'd be like, if you'd be like, well, I'm feeling a little sad. Oh, you know what? You got to get this scripture right here. Get this scripture right here. And this God, God will work it out. Don't worry. This is going to take care of that. That's the kind of person he was. I want to be like that. I want to remember it as that kind of person that just always keeps, no matter what you bring to me, like I'm bringing it with a, with a nice kind word, a scripture, a word of praise or a song. As you see, I'm always posting up songs in my book from, from Elevation Worship and uh, with Maverick City Choir because I love them. I'm really into it. I'm, I always say I'm not religious. I'm very spiritual. There's a difference. Um, and because I don't care if you tell me like, oh, I'm leaving God and I believe. Yeah, show me. I need you to show me because Trump believes in God. I'm just saying Biden believes in God. I'm just saying. Uh, and so, you know, and meanwhile, they're all duping us. So, so I don't listen to that anymore. I don't care about you telling me what your affiliation is, what church you go to, because uh, that don't matter either. Uh, what matters to me is your actions. What are you doing to help other people, to be kind to other people? You know, and I know if you use the secret, there's some people out there saying, well, you can't really help other people. I'm like, bullshit. That's not, that's not true. That is not true. I think we are all sent to this earth to experience um, something and to help others in our experience. Um, that's what I believe. Um, so whether or not we're going to leave and come back in another body, who knows? I don't care. Um, but I know right now we only got 100 years or less if you're lucky. Um, some people are only getting 10 years, some are getting five, some are getting 100. So it depends on your genes and your lineage, how many you get. But whatever, if I get two days, I want it to be the best two days ever and that when I leave, that people will talk about my kindness that I give to others. That's what I want. I don't want um, to be here. Tanya made, she was a bazillionaire. She had like Bill Gates, had all that money and had boats and submarines. And she did all this things with science and da, 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 da. And I'm like, uh, and whose life has she changed? Nobody's. Because your life really, my life has changed by computer, but not really. Like, mm, who cares? I mean, it is good because like health records, if you need it, if you were in, I don't know, you need a consult with a Japanese doctor. I can get a quick response right now through a telething. So yeah, it helps in that sense, but not. don't tell me about all the other sense because I need to see tangible helping, tangible, you know, like all those lovely people who went out to the Bronx and donated so much stuff to those fire victims. You guys are the bomb.com. I'll tell you, oh, don't say bomb on, on video. You know what I'm saying? Uh, FBI, if you're listening, that was not the kind of bomb you're talking about. Bomb like good bomb, not bomb, bomb, bomb. Uh, but you, I want to be the kind of person that's loving, giving, kind. And I hope that my viewers out there, you will be loving, giving, and kind and always take the high road. 
you know, there's times where people test you. I ain't gonna lie. I get, I've been tested, but um, if I can, I always try to bite my tongue and be like, what will God do? What will God do in this case? What would he do? He would show more love. Okay. I gotta be more loving. So try it. It really works. I'm telling you, I'm trying to be on my energy level to keep on 10 because how you feel is how you generate your energy out to everybody. And I want us to be Mm, banging it. We're going to be out here electroding all over the place and sending love and positive energy. Listen to K-Love. K-Love is the best radio station. I don't care what y'all say out there. Forget Hot 97. Sorry, y'all. But I'm in love I'm in love with K-Love. K-Love, if you're out there and you want to hire me, I would love to work for you. Okay? Because you're awesome. I love K-Love because it's all about God and not what I said. It's not what man said. It's what God says. And they're showing it. They are showing it. Go look at their worship service, man. I'm loving it. Dr. King would be so proud of them. They got all kind of color people up in there. Black, white, Chinese, everybody up in there in the choir. Everybody. Everybody up in there can sing too. Okay. I mean, sing, sing. So I love that. That's what I'm about. I'm trying to gravitate toward mm, just meshing and getting inclusion. And I'm not stupid. I know when people don't want me around, I ain't trying to beg to be with you either. So don't get it twisted. But the people that don't care and treat me like I treat them, then we'd be like, okay, no problem. We ain't got no problems here. That's how I treat you. You know what I'm saying? I don't bring it unless you bring it. That's how I, that's how I am. Uh, I ignore anything about anything unless I see where I got to, you know, I got to call you out on something. But uh, I'm trying to, 2022 is about being, thank you, Gina. You're an inspiration to me too. Um, being just, just being more loving and kind, period. That's it. Period. There's no, I don't care about everything else. Nothing in this world matters. If you, we didn't learn nothing about lockdown, nothing matters. Nothing matters. It was so nice, um, to see, um, you know, family after lockdown, give them a hug. I mean, come on, who's that? Well, you know, I was getting my hugs even during the lockdown. I don't care what y'all say. I'm getting my hugs on. Okay. If I had to put on a plastic bag, Grandma, you know we coming to that house. You know we coming. You know we coming because we got to. If I have to light all my clothes down, whatever I got to do, I'm making it happen. You ain't going to tell me I can't see grandma again. There's no way. I'm sorry. So certain things I'm not doing, but I get it. And it was it was lonely time not to see family. So if, if we learn nothing else, it's that we do better as a country when we're together. In, and even universal, I don't even care about countries. You know, I would say if you American, like only oh, Americans, we love each other. Fine, that's cool. But I'm I'm all, I'm, all, I'm on some world level stuff. You know what I'm saying? When I was in London, I was loving my Brits. I love my Brit family like this. Mm, my Brit family is on it because they don't, they're not like bots and they just, they just, mm, 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 mm. they don't care. You got the vaccine, great. If you don't, great. They don't care. Nobody's judging you. Nobody cares. Can we love each other? Period. That's it. We just want love. We sat down, had good dinners outside, had a great time talking to each other and mixing and mingling and, and felt like, ah, oh, this is like old times again. That's what we need, people. We need to be enjoying each other's company and figuring out why is it I gravitate toward this person? There's something there because we're supposed to be doing a job to elevate this world. That's what we're supposed to be doing. And if we don't find it because we didn't get the love we got, when you don't get love, you don't get to where your your sweet spot is, your your grace of space. You know, you don't get to that. So let's try, 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 try. In the name of Dr. King for his birthday, this is what we're trying to do, people, to be more loving and be more kind. So here's a little piece of uh, it was a speech. Oh, Gina. Oh, I love you too. I love your honesty. I try to keep it 100, Gina, because you know what I find? When you lie, you're lying to yourself. <laughs> That's the truth. When you lie, you're lying to yourself. You're not lying to nobody else. Because at the end of the day, when you're laying in the casket, 
only people you hear talk about is people who done great things that their names keeps popping up. And that's why I say, I still believe Michael Jackson because his name always pops up. And, and plus the things I saw, I met him before. I just can't see him doing anything to hurt a kid. I really can't. And then the fact that the people wanted money, that was, that was kind of weird for me too, but I just can't see him doing that. Just, that's just the person I met. I didn't meet him for long, but just doesn't seem like something he would do. So I still don't believe it to this day. Um, and, and, um, if I'm wrong, God forbid, forgive me. Um, but I don't believe it. And I, his name will always pop up. Why? Cause he was always giving, he was just giving, giving, giving. And that's why it sucked that everybody sucked him dry until they got what they wanted. And then, you know, and then he ends up with this, this addiction thing going on and dies. It kind of sucked. Um, but I want to be known for giving and for being kind period. That's it. You like my cousin, Danny, that passed away. RIP Danny Hogan Jr. Wherever you are. Well, I know you're in heaven with my mom and with Rob. So I know you're chilling up there with Whitney Houston. Oh, you got all the good sound. Aretha. Oh, come on, man. You got James Brown. Like you got all the big, I know y'all having a good time up there, but you know, RIP to you. And I plan on always. And whenever someone I love dies, I honor them by doing bigger, better, greater, and challenging myself to be even bigger and better. You got to do it, people. We've got to do it. And remember the speech says, we, the people, we believe these truths. We, we, me and you, not me, right? So remember that. It's not about you. It's not about me. It's about us, okay? Let's make that happen, Captain. All right, so here's another one. And then um, I'll come back and talk to you before I leave. All right, ready? Da, 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 da. Share my screen. Let's see if I can get it up here. All right. Ready? Let's see what we got. Let's see. All right. You, Dr. Martin Luther King. I am happy to join with you today in what will go down in history as the greatest demonstration for freedom in the history of our nation. Five score years ago, a great American in whose symbolic shadow we stand today signed the Emancipation Proclamation. This momentous decree came as a great beacon light of hope to millions of Negro slaves who had been seared in the flames of withering injustice. It came as a joyous daybreak to end the long night of their captivity. But 100 years later, the Negro still is not free. 100 years later, the life of the Negro is still sadly crippled by the manacles of segregation and the chains of discrimination. 100 years later, the Negro lives on a lonely island of poverty. I have a dream that one day this nation will rise up and live out the true meaning of its creed.
We hold these truths to be self-evident that all men are created equal.
and Mole Hill of Mississippi, from every mountainside. Yes, you saw that. So free at last, free at last. That is the best uh, speech ever. It always touches me every time I hear it. I hope it uh, does the same for you. Um, you know, 50 years. I know, Gina, 50 years and still going on. Uh, you guys didn't write in the chat. If uh, Do you think anything has changed? Um, you know, anything, anything, uh, anything you think have changed? I, I think, um, I mean, I think some things are on. Like, Gina, we're friends, right? And we don't, you know, we don't see things the way other people see things. So I think friends, relationships like that to me are special and I hold them dear to my heart. Um, um, yes, yes. What people were scared, you know, yeah. I believe that's what happened. And that's why he was assassinated. Uh, that, especially that first speech about economics, they were like, wait a minute, you were talking about being peacefully marching. Now you're talking about economics. Hold up, wait a minute. They changed it real quick. I love you too, girl. You know that. Um, we sisters for life. That's right. That's it. Um, but yeah, you know, and that's funny how, and this is how I know human beings are just human beings and we're learn, we learn behaviors because you meet some people and it feels like, like Gina, when I met you, I felt like I've known you forever and we still never met. And my friend Donna, Donna, I met Donna when my brother died like 12 years ago. And we've since, I flew to Oklahoma, she came to New York, I met her. Um, and we're like, like we didn't miss a beat. You would thought we were like Bopsy twins, for real. Um, some people you just meet and that's following your spirit guide. A sister's mother from another, another mother. Yes, I feel like that. I don't know why, Liz too. You meet some people and you're just, you start clicking, vibing and it's like nothing ever. I don't know. It's the weirdest thing. I have a friend um, I've been friends with 25 years. I met on a street corner in Brooklyn and we're still like family till this day. Uh, my British friend to this day, like this, you wouldn't, everyone meets the oh, there's your brother. Yep. That's my brother. I just take, I add him onto my brother list. Cause that's how I feel about him. Um, and I don't know why that is energy, Gina. Yeah. It's energy. And that's the, that's the point of everything is, you know, if we bring good energy, we are bound to heal this world of all the racism that's going on. And because I always say racism, like, I hate to talk about it so much. Oh God, it's exhausting. Um, but it's just, I believe that is the root of the evil that's going on. Uh, and then on top of that, you have, um, what's the word? Greedyism, <laughs> you know, where the elite want to keep all the money for themselves. They don't want to pay no taxes. They want us to pay them. That part too, those two things are putting everything together to put us against each other. So they put the middle class and the poor against each other so that they keep stealing your money. And you'd be like, why is it that? I mean, come on. It, it, like, even when Obama paid out the banks, why did you pay the banks? Let them all fall. They should all fail. Fuck it. I mean, excuse me, friend. Frick, let them. I don't care. I don't give a shit about the banks. They don't care about us. Are they going to give you a loan? Oh, for what? 23% interest? Oh, right. Mm -hmm. That's how much they care about you. So, so I don't care about the banks and the credit card. I don't care about none of them. You know, in fact, I say stay away from them if you can. 
you know, my mother had a policy, always keep your stash in your, your whatever, uh, you know, in your location, whatever that is, you know what I'm saying? Don't ever have uh, just everything in the bank uh, because, hey, you never know, never know when you gotta go. Um, yes, because I stand up for what's right and I don't mind being married to call people out. Yes, I know that. So that's what I love about you, Dina. You do stand up and you'll call us, me out, you'll call them out, anybody. It doesn't matter which side, uh, you know, that's the way it's supposed to be. That's the way it's supposed to be. We're supposed to, we must teach people to stand up and to not be silenced uh, and to do what God would do. That's the end of the line. That's it. If I ever say, well, what do I do? There's nothing to think about. Do what God would do and everything will work out. Everything. I promise you. So let's, for 2022, raise our elevation level. Um, let's try to be more kind. Let's try to have more energy because we made it through this pandemic, y'all. We still up here in these streets, right? Righteous. I like that. We're up here in these streets. All of us out here in um, whatever land this is, we're out here. We made it, you know, and some of our people like RIP to my cousin, Danny, RIP to my, you know, so many people we lost. My cousin, Patricia, um, RIP to you. Um, so many people did not make it through, through you know, after this pandemic um, for whatever reason, you know. Um, and so we need to start evaluating ourselves as human beings, as have had, what is our earth experience? What are we here for? If you don't know, sit down with a piece of paper, write down what everybody tells you you're great at, write down what you know you suck at, you know, that you'll come up with the conclusion of what you're supposed to be doing. You know, already you are just ignoring it. God always sends us signs. He sends us angels right on earth, but we often ignore it all the time. We'd be like, I ain't going to follow that. You know what I'm saying? So I follow my spirit guide. I mean, if I think I need to go to London and I walk past a sign that has a London, a British bus stop, or I was, your phone rings and it's a British uh, teller, or if I walk in the store and it's a British shirt, I know those are my spirit time telling me, yeah, you need to go, you know? So do follow, 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 follow your heart. Oh girl, I lost so many friends and family. I know, I know. Yes, Gina and your, your uncle. Yes, I know you lost your aunt. I mean, she lost a lot of people too. Yeah. It's just a lot. Uh, it's a lot. Uh, so um, RIP to all your people that you lost. Everybody out there, we've all lost a lot of people. I mean, I've lost like 10 people in the last couple months and it seems to be not getting any better. Uh, and, you know, brace yourself for our seniors. You know, unfortunately they're not, I don't know what's going on, but they're not living as long. So I'll tell everybody this too, do your wills, make sure you have your wills ready. Cause we don't know what this pandemic was going on and you don't want the state getting your money. Do you? Mm -hmm. You didn't work that hard for that. I didn't think so. So make sure you do your wills, keep your house in order, um, and try to send out love energy. That's it. So before I leave, uh, my gossip that heals is Janet Jackson. It's coming out with a documentary, y'all. I'm about to be, oh, I'm waiting for this. I am here for all Janet Jackson. You know why? Because Janet Jackson has never, only that one time when she had the wardrobe fail, which I think she was set up. Um, has she ever been like promiscuous and like out there? She did that sex dance on the, the her tour, but that's a tour. Like you got to bring it for the tour. Right. Um, what did you say? Someone's calling me live. Oh, really? <laughs> Son's call. Oh, okay. Your son. Oh, oh, love. <laughs> yes. Love. Um, uh, but yeah, she did that dance. And I was like, I didn't go play down the video because the guys would go cuckoo for her. Um, but I love her because she's always, I remember when she did control. Like she had clothes on up to here and she still was the sexiest girl in America. Like her and Sharday be doing it. Okay. They don't have to be showing all that stuff. Like, Oh, Megan is Allen and all. They don't have to show all the goods. You know, they let people use their imagination. That's what makes her so beautiful that she still was a woman and she still was sexy and she still didn't have to show everything. So I love that. But anyway, enough talking. 
I'm going to try to show you this video, okay? The last video for the night um, before I give my exit interview. I mean, exit interview. Listen to me. Hello. Somebody's tired. Uh, I forgot I have an interest. Uh, let me see if I can find it. A video. My dog is barking, by the way. Hold on. Let me see if I can share my screen. And let me see if I can play this. Hopefully, I get this right. Okay? Let's see. Let me see. It's like, it's like, looks, looks like, like residency, residency did a number on you. I just. Okay, here we go. You've been very private about your personal life up until now. Why did you want to do this documentary? It's just something that needs to be done. Who is Janet Jackson? Oh, Janet Jackson's many, many women. She's an empowered woman. She's a legend. She's a blueprint. She is a warrior. The greatest show woman. She's literally done it all. She is a lot of the image that is out today. Janet is very private. For her to want to open up, I'm flabbergasted. This is where it started. You know, father had a vision to get us out of Gary. He gave up his fatherhood to get them in the business. The Jackson There were times when I just didn't understand where I actually fit in. This is a story about control. My father was very strict. My control. He was in charge of my life, my career. My father said, you're getting sick. I want to be independent. I think I have to start being independent. The most important thing was for her to take that stage and own it. It's just decided that no one has ever seen me. This is me. Seeing Janet as a mother warms my heart. Who are you closest to in the family? Randy. <laughs> and Mike. Mother, how do you feel talking about Mike? I can't. <laughs> How would you describe your relationship with Meg? <laughs> it was a magic relationship if it didn't hurt so much. I was just incredibly innocent. I didn't need a Janet Jackson to amplify my life, but I feel like it did. I haven't given up on love. There's a great deal of scrutiny that comes with having that last name. Hey, trying to follow up. No, no, I'm sick of this. I don't need this. I'm going home. Relax. Do you want me to cut it? Did the allegations affect you career-wise? Yeah. Guilty by association. Guess that's what they call it, right? They build you up. And then once you get there, they're so quick to tear you down. Justin and his team have been trying to contact us about me doing the Super Bowl. I want you to stand and welcome Miss Janet Jackson. Janet will never quit. Okay. Okay, are you ready? Are you here for this? I am here for it, okay? I am waiting for that video to come out because I love me some Janet Jackson. I don't know about y'all, but between her and Sade, I'm um, done with the music icons. Those two I love. 
Uh, and that's only because they're not um, media whores, I call them. <laughs> they just do what they got to do and keep it moving and do what they're good at, period. Um, so I thank you guys for hanging out with me this week. Gina, thank you for taking time because I know you are, uh, I know you're a busy girl um, and I hope everything's going good for you out in Texas, down there in Texas where my family members are. So I got some family down there in Texas, down there in Houston, Texas. Uh, yeah. Uh, so I'm hope everything's going good for you down there. Thank you, Joe. Nice to see you pop on. Um, and uh, Anthony, uh, Grandma, uh, thank you guys so much for taking the time to watch. And um, yeah, I'm trying to think if I'm going to give you one more thing before I leave. I don't have any more, do I? I guess not. So I'm just going to end. Don't forget to go like, subscribe, hit the like button so you'll know when I'm going live. Um, and please subscribe, tell your friends, tell your friends, friends. And if you have any friends who have new books out or new song videos out that are on fine artists and they'd like to be a guest on my show or like me to play their sketches, um, let me know. And I would love to. Okay. Cause this is what it's about. It's about real people doing real things without all the fancy glancy and glitter. I'm Tanya on the town. I thank you for watching. Bye. <laughs>